The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mexican My Matters. We're in the middle of the nine in nine on month number nine. Your host with the most on the microphone, the Mexican, coming to you live from the city of gangsters. The city that never sleeps. The city that likes to shoot down the piggies. Worcesterville, Ohio. And, uh... Not gonna lie, I actually thought I would run out of stuff to podcast about, but there's always little things that happen. There's always little things to, to talk about, little issues that arise. Uh, we'll discuss some more today. Let's start off by all these constant articles or memes or news uh, shared on social media. About racism in this country. Now let's get one thing straight. Mexi is slightly racist. Because. It's. It's part of. How one grows up. And it's all about. Stats. If you were to. Pull. The population. And say, who's more likely to be better drivers? Mexicans, Americans, French, or the Chinese? You will see that the Asians would tend to be the worst drivers. Who's more likely to handle spicy food? Indians, British... Americans or the Hungarians? The answer is probably the Indians. Stats don't lie. So if I am constantly you know bombarded with these statistics like again another concept. So who's more likely to be a terrorist. Like if you were to pull the top 100 terrorists in the world, most of them would be Muslim. Not saying there's no white terrorists. That's not what I'm saying. But the majority are Muslim. And that's where this this notion of terrorism and ra- associated with racism comes into play. Uh, it, it's it's always been in the U.S. Even before 9-11, so let's not say it was because of 9-11. But that's that's what we're dealing with. We have... I saw um, 
a news article on Facebook where two guys convicted of the same crime treated differently by everyone. One was the story of Christopher Watts, who, uh, if you guys don't know who that is, he's the guy that killed his pregnant wife and two kids in Colorado, whatever have you. The other guy, uh, I think it was Melvin Harris in Arizona, killed uh, some dude coming outside of a gas station because he was stalking his daughter. Or trying to get into the stall uh, where, his, where his daughter was. A couple things they said, they were like, okay, well during the media coverage, they put pictures of, you know... Christopher watched with his family and said how his daughters loved them. <clears throat> Thought he was a hero, blah blah blah, painting a good picture. Melvin, uh, Melvin, on the other hand, most media outlets had his mugshot as the main picture. His name wasn't even used. It was he was just called Dad who killed blah blah blah. And that showed how even at the media level or online or talking about two people who committed the same act. How it's racist. How everybody, you know, racism is all over the place. I like how everything is spun to make the person sharing this or the person who put this up make their point. Let's get one thing straight. Melvin was convicted, well, convicted of second degree murder because he beat up someone and then that person died later. Melvin also at first glance, kind of did not look like he came from the same socioeconomic background as Christopher Harris. So, if you were to ask, because the media doesn't get these pictures just randomly, they're on social media or they get permission or they get them from their loved ones. Obviously, in both scenarios, the loved ones will want to see their, their friend, family member go to jail. So they're going to try and do whatever they can to paint a good picture. Oh, I'm sure Christopher Harris's or Christopher Watts' uh, family had good pictures to show. Hence the ones we saw on social media. Melvin, Melvin Harris, on the other hand, if we don't have good pictures of him, what was the media supposed to show? I mean... Okay, they could have not called him just dad, but I'm pretty sure the parts that called him dad were articles that were not local. I'm sure Christopher Watts was referred to as dad as well in some news articles. I believe the one here in Ohio called did not use his name. So if you're local, yeah, the paper will say your name. So you're basically not showing me all the facts. It's not like you're showing me every single paper on both sides. You're also... You also got one guy, Christopher Watts, who's convicted of first-degree murder versus somebody else who's convicted of second-degree murder. Yeah, it's killing someone. But in the second, in the second one, not as bad. He, he just wanted to beat him up because he assumed he was stalking his daughter. Do we know that? No, we don't necessarily know that. I've had people try and break into my stall because they're about to shit their pants and they don't know it's occupied. I don't know how they don't know it's occupied, but that's a separate, separate issue. 
So we don't know the full story on, on Melvin. Yes, it's technically a lesser crime. Again, um, it's up to the loved ones to give good pictures to the media to use. If his girlfriend or wife didn't want to, you know, talk to anybody because, hey, the popo just arrested, you know, my baby's daddy. Yeah, they're not going to give good pictures. And the only picture you have is the mugshot. Yes. Which is made public. Whereas on the other hand, the dude had is convicted of a more heinous crime. His brother, sister, mom, dad, family member is more likely to want to keep him out of jail. Hence, the better pictures. So, we spin a lot of things to, to promote... Oh, it's it's about racism. We're not always. But I'm not saying... Not to say that racism was probably not involved. It could have been. But I'm just saying there's... We got to look at the whole thing. Okay? Because I myself... Like I said... I'm a real, real bit racist. And I admit it. I wouldn't... If I am... You know, if I was single... I would not be dating... A full Asian... A full Arab... Or a black girl. No. I've gone black and I've came back. End of story. Don't need to know more. Not never date a full Indian either. Just culturally, it won't mesh. I'm telling you that right now. Does that make me racist? Okay, sure, whatever. Call me whatever you want. I've been called worse. But that's one of the things I wanted to address. Now, regardless of if you're racist or not. Black, white, Mexican, Asian, Chinese, Indian, French, whatever have you. Everybody in this country can definitely get cheaper car insurance by using the promo code MEXI. Hit my man Raymo up, 595-2934. He will hook you up. Make sure your UM coverage is on there and UIM as well. Bundle, life, home, and auto. American National, proud sponsor of the Mexi Man Matters podcast. Another thing I wanted to discuss is the whorish ways in this country. Now, I have a co-worker who literally was telling me that, oh, during the fall, she works at Haunted Hoochie. And I'm like, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, but it's kind of scandalous what I do. I'm like, oh, how scandalous could it be? She supposedly wears hardly any clothes. She's wearing a bikini and some pasties. And has to dance in a cage the entire time. Uh, Isn't it kind of cold? Yeah, but they have like those flame warmers thingies. So it's not that bad. So you get paid to basically dance naked yeah yeah it's not scandalous that's more of a that's basically a whore you're like well no i don't know no i'm like uh you're dancing naked and getting paid for it how's that any better than a stripper like i i don't get the difference you seem to enjoy that i mean i would be freezing my butt off if i was in a cage even with 
the, you know, heat warmer thingies. You're basically there for the entire haunted hoochie season. And sometimes it could be 30 degrees at night. Yeah, uh, no. You must really want to do it. Well, I really love Halloween. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's the reason. Had nothing to do with the fact that you're getting paid to be naked. Like, can we just call spades a spade? I like to be naked, get paid to be naked. Yeah, that's what that, that, that's what whores do. Um, I have another uh, chick that I don't know how we ended up being Snapchat friends, but um, I think she knows a buddy of mine, some some something like that. But anywho, she likes to send to me. Not to put it on her feed, but to me, she likes to send pictures of her or of herself derobing herself off the robe, and then you can see her boobs. Okay, am I the only one getting this picture? Because if you're sending this out, I mean, you barely know me. If you're sending this to me, I don't even want to know who you're sending this to. Again, another example of whoa, because I get people are comfortable with their bodies, but I am not sending dick pics to randos on Snapchat. And if that's my mentality, what's to say, you know, what's stopping you from doing other stuff? It's just, can we please not, you know, let's, let's, let's not be, let, let's not be horse, okay? Let's calm down. That's all I gotta say. Because you're also probably the same chicks that like to use filters on Bumble and Snapchat and Twitter and Tinder to kind of get guys. You like to sleep around. Okay, great. Oh, the, how does that make me a whore? I'm sorry. Do you need to reread the sentence I just produced? I'm confused. It's in the title. I'm sorry. But also in the title, Hand and Stone Massage. It says it right there. They use hands and they use the stones to give you a massage. Use promo code MEXI. Get a discount on your membership or your first week's massage. MEXI actually goes to the Wano Perimeter Drive, but they have locations everywhere in Ohio and in the U.S. The promo code is valid anywhere. Hand and Stone Massage. Proud sponsor of the Mind Matters podcast. Last item on the list is the sense of laziness that I constantly see around me, not just in my coworkers, but like my daily my daily life. Let me give an example. I'm gonna use work as an example. So, you're, you've been there longer, in this case I'm talking about Emily, you see that the person you brought on to work at the, at the firm is constantly putting up 60, 80 demands a month. 
you last month did three. This month you have two. You inherited some files that were not yours. And you realize, oh, four of them are chiropractor only. Oh, the records came in from all four different chiropractors. It takes you maybe an hour, or actually in her case, probably a day, to write those four demands, get them approved by Mike. Instead of increasing your number from two to six to make you look less useless, you decide, hey, let me, let me give them to Alex because I don't want to deal with it. So then now Alex's numbers go from, say, 80 to 84. Because literally it took me 20 minutes to write those those Cairo-only demands. That is sheer and utter laziness, ladies and gentlemen. You don't even want to do your job. And then you have the audacity to say when we're putting out the stats and we're like, oh, Emily only has two. Well, what, 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 what? no, no, I've, I've, I've uh, all these. Uh, we're talking about demands, Emily. You literally have two. Oh, uh, well, yeah. But I've opened up 11 case. Yeah. Um, so is Alex. And uh, Christina and Gina have opened up 20 and 25, which means they have 20 and 25 new cases. One has 20, one has 25 new cases. So if these people are constantly getting the new cases on a monthly basis, yet I'm looking at the demands out and one has two, well, I'm sorry, four, and the other one is, I don't know, maybe at maybe she'll be at 15 at the end of the month. What is going on with the rest of the cases? Like, like her caseload is literally increasing because of all these new cases, yet her output is less. My caseload increases, but then when I send them out and they get offers on them, it decreases. So I've actually gone from, I, I would say beginning of summer, I had about 350 cases. I'm now at 309. So I've gotten rid of like 40 plus cases. How? The offers come in, they go to the negotiating team. It's that simple. It's not rocket science. But can we please stop being lazy? Another act of laziness is not dealing with the shit that you have to deal with and just letting it sit there until finally somebody snaps and says, oh my God, let's do it. My example in this scenario is what happened with the cable guy. Literally, cable was going... In and out, in and out. We kept having to reset it for two weeks. And it's not even under my name, nor is it my account. All it took is to make one phone call and then have him send someone to fix it. Why did the primary account holder decide to, hey, I want to be lazy and just deal with the unplugging and plugging back in and then complain about it daily? Until finally, your significant other is the one that grabs the phone, calls WOW, gets them to come out multiple times until finally they fixed. All it was was to reset the wire and hook it back up. 
that kind of laziness. The laziness that it is to wait for the red light to turn back green. No, people want to just hit the gas and try and burn through the yellow and the red light. That is exactly what leads to accidents and police report to a 99. The police is not magically there. Not every intersection has a traffic cam. So knowing who blew what light, kind of hard to say. Laziness. Just wait. And the laziness to not work out. I, I sometimes am guilty of that myself. I want to work out, but I, I don't I can't I don't have the energy to get there. People in the area, if you get a promo code, Mexi, and I'm telling you, go to Super Studios 253. Go ask, ask for code Super. Get a discount. First class is free. Sign up. Whatever class you want. 253-272-0700. And you will have fun while working out. I guarantee to you. Hence why Super Studios 253 is a proud sponsor of the Mix of My Midas podcast. That's my point. Can we please stop being lazy in this country? The laziness is driving me bananas. Because I, I mean, most people say Mexicans are lazy. Which we are. We tend to be. I myself have had my lazy moments. I'm not going to lie. Like, where does it end? Like, I... Oh, Mexi, that's just two examples. No, 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 no. Case in point, I okay, I'm at Bagel Place. I go get my the same bagels at the same time, almost daily. And if I get there and you're telling me you didn't take the extra time to prepare egg whites, knowing full well, oh, it's close to 8 o'clock. Oh, Mexi's going to come in. Oh, oh, I don't have egg whites. Oh, no, I'm not too lazy to make egg whites. It's not like you're busy at 8 o'clock in the morning anyways. Just take the extra time. Case in point, I work too. Again, sorry I have to constantly talk about work, but we are literally getting yelled at by the office manager to handle the call and not necessarily transfer it unless they really, you really need to. Somebody calls and, and says something. You're like, oh, it, it's, it's got to go to go to Alex. Uh, this is not my client. Oh, oh, but... Uh, I didn't look it up. Or the other, in the other scenario where Emily, actually, Emily gave me one of her files when she left and quit for a week. And we got an offer on it. The offer was increased once I sent the, the extra documentation. The client walks in. She goes, oh, it sends me a message. Is there an offer? Uh, what's the title of the case? Well, don't be a smartass, is there? Read the last note, Emily. It literally says on there, offer has increased to 21000 Is going to be sent to a negotiator. Um, yeah. Read the damn notes. Don't get pissed when Christina yells at you for not reading the fucking notes. When you literally don't read the notes. Like, it's not that complicated. Quit being lazy. Like, spending... 
maybe five minutes in on your decks doing nothing and then walking about talking to different people for the entire workday is mm, counterproductive. Especially when you have two demands. Like, you have 80 files since you've gone back. Like, there's no way there's only two of them that are ready to be sent. That's insane. You can't be that useless. And if that's the case, the attorney reserves every right to yell at you for being useless. But yes, can we please stop? Stop spinning everything as racist. Can we all stop being hoas? And can we please stop being lazy? That's all I gotta say today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. All the episodes are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Rate us, subscribe, review the podcast. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. And as always, remember, where there's a Mexican, there is always a way.